Hello, so I am filming this part um, a couple hours after recording the rest of this episode. I just want to say that, I don't know, I talk about my family a lot and air out grievances with them a lot out on here. Um, we don't really, ha I don't have the best communication, obviously, as you can probably guess or tell with family members. Um, and this is kind of like my outlet, which I constantly go back and forth with myself on whether or not that's like a good or bad thing. But I did want to say that um, a lot of the things that I go through, like I even highlight in this episode, is very mental. And no one actually really says anything to me besides like past experiences and like microaggressions. Um so I just wanted to highlight that where there is a chance where a lot of the things that I say, it's like I'm projecting onto my family um, based off of previous experiences and microaggressions, but not necessarily trying to um, vilify them unjustly. So I just wanted to give that disclaimer for this episode, but also in general, um yeah okay anyway enjoy bye hello um all right so i don't really know what we're gonna do here today um i just really wanted to make an episode but i don't really have much to say i feel like for most of season two um i have been really getting better at knowing what it is that I want to talk about and then being able to actually talk about it. In this case, I know I want to talk about praise and my experiences with it and my current battling with it. Um, but I don't know, at the same time, I'm kind of like, I don't, I'm just like, I don't know. Clearly, I moved enough to create this episode. We're here, so we're just going to continue. I don't really know what the resistance comes from, but maybe we'll figure it out later on as we keep talking. But um, I'm watching this YouTube video, and I'm not going to say who, who it is because uh, I'm, I'm embarrassed. Um, but I've noticed this in me for a while, especially when I created the jealousy and envy video. Uh, not video episode and i was talking about um how i've been dealing with that a lot lately and i guess it's like kind of like an informal part too because yeah like i'm still very much struggling with it and it's so hard because i want to be successful and when i say successful i know exactly what i mean by that like i want to succeed in accomplishing pretty much all of my goals right if not all most and i have it listed out on what is most important to me but unfortunately <clears throat> i just feel all these feelings and they <laughs> things are getting better compared to how negative my thoughts used to be but at this point i the more like the happier i become the more there's this voice inside of me that's just kind of like Mm. I don't know what you're happy about <laughs> like I don't know what you're happy about I don't know what you're happy for I spoke to my therapist about this and I I love my therapist I really really do um and like iconic anyway but like but um 
I'm sorry. I'm thinking about a bunch of other things. I okay. So let's just let's just we're gonna switch lanes for a second, so I can really just say everything that's on my mind. What have I gained? Right, like that. That's kind of where I'm at. Where I'm like, okay, what have you gained? Like, yes, I love myself. What do you get when you love yourself? Like, do I have internal peace? I don't know. I'm definitely much more peaceful inside than I've ever been. But would I say I have internal peace? I don't know. Would I say I'm healthy? I don't know. No. Like, when I say I don't know, I, that means that like I could argue for either side, but none of it is conclusive. So I don't know. And that, and I, I think that's really what I don't know means. <laughs> it's like you either literally have no idea or you could argue for both and it's just non-conclusive. So the answer is I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, but it's just that like I love myself. I enjoy being alive, especially the healthier I get and all these other things. But there's something that I really, really, really want, which is to be financially independent, right? To be not only financially independent, but to be entirely independent as a person. And I feel like I am missing, like, I feel like it's one of those things where it's like, oh, the answer is so simple, like it's right in your face, but I'm just like not looking at it. And like, for example, with work, I keep feeling like I do this thing where it's like, I'm like, okay, the thing that I really don't want to do is what I need to do. And so I'll try to do it, but then it doesn't work out, right? Like then it just keeps, it keeps getting fucked up, right? But then I think about it and it's like, what is it that I don't want to do? And the thing that I keep doing, and it's because everyone else has always told me my whole life that these are the things that I don't want to do. But when it comes to what I actually don't want to do, not because I don't like it or whatever, like, no, 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 none of those things. I just don't want to do it. That's it. It's not that I don't like it. It's it's literally, it's, it's nothing other than the fact that I just don't want to do it. And before I say what it is that I don't want to do, I want to highlight the differences between the I don't want to do, right, versus the I don't want to do it because I don't like it. I just don't think it makes sense. I just don't think it fits for me. Like the like, you know, what I'm saying? like, do you see the difference where it's like the I don't want to do it for all of these different reasons versus the I just don't want to do it, right? And it's like, okay, let's dive into it. Like, why don't you want to do it? And it's because it's like it completely and utterly contradicts the other side of me, right? The other side of me that's like you need to go get a job at Home Depot. Like, and I'm really thinking about it, right? I'm like, you need to go find money somewhere, okay? But the thing is, it's not even because that will make me financially independent, but it's because it will protect me from dealing with whatever potential backlash I could get from my father for not having a job, right? And there's a lot of backlash in that. It's not just him, it's his side of the family as well. And so... And so, um, that is like a whole thing. That is like a whole issue. And yeah, and I just, I don't want to do the things that would make me the happiest because it contradicts this idea. And this is what my therapist highlighted. Like it contradicts this idea that one thing needs to fall in line and be true before another thing can 
And like that thought, that's not how she said it. She said it much better than I did, but, but we're figuring out, figuring it out together, unpacking it all together. You and me right here. She and I, that's something different, (laughs) but like, um, it's just this thing of, I don't even know if I'm making any sense, but it's just this thing of like, um, I want like okay first of all I'm really happy that I have this podcast like it literally means the world to me because nobody can take away the fact that like I started this November 3rd 2020 even though it wasn't the techno I always say this it technically wasn't the first episode but it's the first episode because the other episode is episode zero and I'm probably never gonna release that and if I ever do release that it will be a special occasion that had like time to prepare for because like Mm-mm, that, mm-mm. anyway it was too raw anyway but um but I've had this and it's something that like for example watching this YouTube video I might say who it is it's Tariq Ali I'm sorry <laughs> like it's nothing bad I'm just embarrassed because it's like I'm watching him literally talk about him overcoming his fears and like the thing is, is I love the video like I'm not watching this like seething right like I'm watching this where it's just like envy where I'm like bro like I just wish I was in your position. Like, that's just what it is, right? And it's funny because he was, well, it's not really funny, but but I'm, I'm saying that like as a saying. But he was talking about, like, the hate that he gets and, like, how the bigger he becomes, the more hate just happens to happen because the more people know about him. And I was watching this and I was just thinking to myself, where I was like, yeah, and that's why Issa, Issa Rae went, who he says also that he's a mixture of Issa Rae and Oprah, but I was thinking to myself, I was like, this is why, though, that, like, this is this beauty, this, like, and when I say beauty, I don't mean physical beauty. I mean, like, the beauty in his vulnerability, the openness in his vulnerability, like, this moment that we're all having with this video, right? Where it's like, what happened to Tarika Lee? Well, and he's, like, sharing all of this personal stuff. That is why this cannot last forever. Is because we can't have nice things, right? Like, people just can't have nice things because people don't know how to value, how to respect, and how to treat nice things. That's why those people do not have nice things. Because when I was watching these things myself, I was like, yo, those motherfuckers are just jealous. They're just jealous. Because I'll sometimes, like, find myself, like, really, like, angry or whatever. And even in the Jealousy and Envy episode, I talked about it with that one astrologer. But it's just, like, I'll find myself, like, angry or upset or something. And lo and behold when i really sit there and unpack it i'm just like girl you're just jealous like you're like you're just like you're low-key just making things up like you're just making up reasons to be upset and it's just because you're jealous and the thing is is that like i have not felt jealousy in such a long time like yes i have felt jealousy but the way that i've been feeling it in this last like this whole scorpio season maybe that's probably why i don't know but Scorpio season really like during this time period like I have been overwhelmed with my jealousy like to the point where like I'm just like I don't want to live like this like I don't like this like it's it's cool that I'm aware of it it's cool that I'm able to stop it from negatively impacting other people but it's like what about me like I don't even want to feel these things like I would rather be prideful in what I have and it's like what I often do is you know think about like you know, um, the things that I'm grateful for, but I just started that. Like that's, I'm still the very beginning of that. Like I'm not even at the place where it's like, yeah, like I've accomplished this. 
and that also tied to the Tariqa Lee video that I'm watching right now. I haven't even finished it, but I'm almost done. And I probably will finish it because I do want to hear what he has to say because I care about him as a creator and as much of a, as a person as I can. You know, parasocial relationships is not real, but I just, I really do. I mean, they're real, but you get what I'm saying. <laughs> I don't really know him, but I care and I'm excited to watch this, but I'm just so overwhelmed with jealousy because it's just like he has all these things and he got all these things by doing the very things that people have often told me that i never do which is work hard and so as i watch this i fi i literally think to myself like do you ever work hard and i want to start crying but it's just like i don't i like that question hurts me because my family does not like that's the thing it's like a no-brainer for them like this bitch does not work hard this bitch doesn't struggle she doesn't do anything and it's not just them it's a lot of people a lot of people they see me they see my chipperness they see my personality and they just assume that i don't have problems and it's like no i just don't make my problems other people's problems like if we if this is me and you talking right now like the most I've ever made somebody, like, my problem, somebody else's problem is if our resources are tied together, which is, like, sorry, welcome to life. Like, if you're if you're roommating with someone and they ask you beforehand, I'm about to quit my job, that's going to be a big deal. Can you handle that? If you do not have the wherewithal to be honest, to understand, like, if you're not a grown-up, that's not my fault. That's not my fucking fault. Okay? And then the same thing with my parents, where it's like, they have to take care of me. And it's like, I do feel bad, but it's like, I have been mentally struggling way too much to be able to keep a job i have also been trying to build up the sustainable career for myself so that i can always have something to like land on and not have to worry about going from job to job to job or worrying that if my mental health is bad like also for harriet did a video where she was talking about um black women deserve more than luxury and like one thing that really stuck out to me is where she was like you're like one medical like happenstance away from being poor again and that's literally what happened to me everything was fine i was going on an upward trajectory everything was okay but as soon as my mental health got shot and could never recover look at where i am now and it's like knowing that understanding that like i never want that to happen again and that is where all my focus is on. But it's like when people make me feel like I've never worked hard, I just can't help but think to myself, then why don't you have any of the things that I even lost? Like the shit that I lost, you don't even have that. You've never even had that. So what the fuck do you know about my work ethic? And I'm saying this to y'all, but it's like, it's not like anyone is actually saying this shit to my face. But I know that this is being said about me behind my back because it has been said to my face when I was a fucking child. And I didn't have bills to pay. I wasn't even expected to pay bills. But yet I was still told I didn't work hard enough, that I wasn't good enough. My mom and my brother would come together and yell at me and shit at me and then laugh together because they enjoyed it. They had fun and they acknowledged that right after yelling at a fucking 12 year old child and i'm not gonna stop talking about that because they don't understand they they don't understand how embarrassing that is and it's like i have to live with that i have to live with the consequences of that so when i watch Tariq ali talk about himself and how he has all this money and how he's just done so much and it's like for me, it's not about like, I'm not like angry at him or anything, but just as a person, I just think about myself and how I don't have any of those things. 
and it just makes me sad like it doesn't make me hate him or anything like that like it doesn't make me mad like the only time i've ever been mad at Tariq ali ever in my life is when i'm flooded with like him retweeting people saying positive things about him and again that comes from jealousy and that's what like thinking about that's what made me want to make this episode and like think about praise because i i remember it was it's always been a distinct thing of my personality where i will be happy for other people but then as i got older there'd be pockets of and moments in my life where i just could not be and it was because i felt like i was forced to be happy for someone when I wasn't happy for them. It's not that like not being happy for them like it automatically equates to like being like unhappy that they're happy. It's like no, I just want to feel my feelings. I just want to feel how I'm feeling. And when I see when when I feel bombarded with other people's um joy or happiness or celebration, it just it literally just highlights within me that like I don't feel that way at all about myself, about my life or anything like that. And it makes me upset, like it makes me sad. And then so when I see a bunch of people applauding somebody else, I'm just sitting here like, damn like you ain't shit and it's like and it's like you know i feel like when you tell people these types of things and if they they don't have the maturity to understand what you're talking about i feel like they will literally just be like um why are you thinking about yourself and it's like because this is my life <laughs> what do you mean what do you mean like, i'm thinking about myself because this is my life okay and i understand you're probably like oh you need, it's self-centered you need to be focusing on this person i'm like girl this person has mad other people praising them right now i think they're okay if i just take a moment to myself anyway but basically a lot of what i'm saying right now is just like really is me verbally like you know standing up to the voices in my head because i want to be happy and unfortunately and even with this video we're all seeing that no matter what your unhappiness is going to inspire unhappiness in somebody else like your happiness will always inspire unhappiness in somebody else because of some of the, like literally the things that i'm saying like you don't even know what they're going through like even everything i just said i can literally imagine like so many people who have felt this way about me because i was always a very chipper person very happy and i was always very happy for other people because i never felt like somebody else's happiness was ever going to affect mine the only reason why that has happened now the only reason why this is even a thing now is because i was not we were never really friends because that's that, that type of shit let's be, let's be real because it's like we all call each other friends but it's like no but there is a way to be a friend anyway but i knew this girl for way too long and dead ass it's just like in this situation it's just like the whole friendship all she did was resent me and hate me but because she did not understand just emotional intelligence like and i'm not saying she wasn't emotionally intelligent i just mean like she did not she didn't understand what she was feeling right she didn't understand what's happening like the way that i can verbalize my emotions she could not do that she does not have that ability right like she just knows how to do it the way that most people who have a twitter account know how to do it which is they see other people explain the process of life and emotional processing and then they tie it back to themselves and do the best that they can to explain themselves through that lens i'm not like that i know how i feel 
and it i understand how i feel because it doesn't make sense to other people it's like of course because you're not me you've never lived my life and i'm very specific about my process because i personally want to understand my process to its bare bones okay it helps me understand myself because yes i'm self-centered because this is my life and i'm a leo rising anyway anyway but it's just that like i understand now why she was the way that she was where she spent our entire friendship just resenting me and hating me for everything that i had and the thing is and i'm sorry you're not a friend if that's what you're doing you're not a friend you're not i was like that with my ex-best friend and i just i look back and i'm just like yeah i wasn't really a good friend like i just wasn't even down to the fact that i even ended that friendship i just will never look at myself in that life and feel like i was a good friend I don't think I was a bad friend. I do think I was a bad friend sometimes, maybe more than sometimes. Like I said, if someone's resenting you, they're not your friend. And it's like, yes, we all have resentment. We all have jealousy. But when it affects how you treat them, like if they need comfort and you're like, I'm not going to comfort you because like you already have enough. You're not a fucking friend. (laughs) That's not a friend. That is not a friend. And I don't even think I was like that with her, to be honest. So... Yeah, I wasn't like that with her, even though I feel like she was like that with me. So she, we just didn't have a good friendship. Me and that ex-best friend, we didn't have a good friendship. But then me and this other girl I'm talking about, anybody who knows me in New York knows who I'm talking about. And it's like, fuck that bitch. Like, dead to me. Dead to me. And the reason why I say that, let me get back to it, is because of the fact that, one, she did horrible things that I cannot verbalize and that you people will never understand. This girl has serious mental health problems and a lot of y'all are too young like y'all only know about mental health from what you've read you don't know what it's like to live and deal with someone who's actually mentally ill and it showed a lot of y'all full of shit anyway anyway but um anyway but with this whole um let me get to the point i'm so sorry about that like see and this is why i don't talk about it i still need to go to therapy that's what i'm saying nobody knows about it like y'all don't know my side that's my point because let me tell you something when someone's truly traumatized they can't talk about it <laughs> they literally cannot talk about it and i'm just gonna say this for the record this bitch would literally sit there and verbally abuse me for hours and then enjoy it and it was literally a repetition of my mom and my brother this shit goes deep this bitch was walking around like she's so selfish i'm going through all these things and it's like i didn't even know what's going on in her life she just wanted attention she just wanted friends so what did she do she abused her only friend just for attention and y'all gave her the attention same people talking about mental health you don't know shit about mental health anyway 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 still need to heal that but um with the whole Tariq ali thing um because i'm gonna get back to that um but i don't remember what i was saying because <laughs> i did you know kind of lose myself but yeah so with the jealousy and stuff it's like i see why she felt that way because we come from completely different lives right like completely different lives like i like she has a type of life that you read about you know like you read about that type of poverty that type of mental um and I say handicap because there comes a point where your mental illness is so left unchecked that at this point, like, you literally do not function life properly. And I'm not talking about disability. Like, no, no, no. I say the literal term handicap. I'm not talking about disability. Like, if you want to talk about disability, okay, fine. But I'm not talking about that. I literally mean that, like, your mental illness is so bad that it is quite literally a handicap. Like, like you cannot process life 
properly you cannot think properly like you are always going to you're always going to be doing things that are just bad and not necessarily like you're a bad person like i'm not talking about like moral i mean like no like it's just it's just never going to be a good situation if that person is in it because their mental is just is just very dysfunctional and that is the type of life that she has had her whole life that's the type of life that she'll probably have for the rest of her life anyway but it's just that like and I don't know, I feel really rude to say that because this is not how I felt about this person when we were like, quote unquote, friends. But I was completely naive and did not understand or know what was happening. And a lot of people who are like that, I'm sure understand and relate to that. I can't relate. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Anyway, but I have had my own issues and I just, I just, I'm, a lot of things are going on in my mind right now. Anyway, anyway, I want to get back to my point. But this person was extremely envious of me, extremely jealous of me. And I was never jealous of this person, despite what she told everybody else, because she wanted that to be true. But it's like, I was never jealous of this person. In fact, being around this person made me feel better about myself. And that's not why I kept that person around. It's just what would happen, because this person's life was just so sad and it wasn't that this person didn't have good things in their life it's just that like this person themselves were very very sad and so like i don't know it was just i don't know it was just an experience but my point is it taught me a lot about jealousy but this person their way of getting back at me for all of the resentment all of the hatred all of, i don't even know what the fuck this person was going through all of the feelings they were going through and their way of coming back at me was by be like by quite literally having happiness to spite me right like doing things and having things just to spite me just to compare with me just to upset me and this person isn't special i feel like my ex-best friend did this too and thought i didn't notice right like a lot of people will do that and that's when you'd be on tiktok and people be like these are not your friends. <laughs> like y'all be like, my friend is like, that's not your friend. Like if you're, if your quote unquote friend is literally quite actively trying to harm you or hurt you physically, emotionally, or mentally, they're not your friend. They're just pretending to be your friend. Okay. And that's something I've dealt with my whole life because how the fuck would I've ever known the difference? Look at like, look at what I was dealing with at home, bullying at home from the family. If same family's like, oh, we love you. We care about you. It's like, okay. And then it's like the same thing with these quote unquote friends. Anyway, so a bitch never had a chance. But you know what? She lost everything so she could build anew. But I lost everything because what I had was tainted. Anyway. Anyway. So just to continue on, because again, I, I like had to take a break because I'm like, okay, you're you're getting into territory that I just that's for therapy. And I will talk about it on this podcast, but after I've dealt silt through it, is it silt? Anyway, after I've gone through it and uh therapy then i'll talk about it more here but anyway because for now it's still just a bunch of er just erratic emotions going all over the place but this person purposely did everything they could to bring me down and they couldn't and the thing is like nobody can bring me down i'm sorry like you can try to you could literally push me to brink a suicide and i promise you like you did not bring me down it's not you it's all me i'm very aware that it's me right like that's why it's like i don't I don't know, so I cut people off so easily. It's because I'm like, yeah, but like you don't matter. <laughs> like, like you being in my life and not being in my life isn't gonna stop me from living or breathing. Like it may cause more suffering. Like if my parents kick me out or something, like that would cause more suffering. But like 
at the end of the day, if I kill myself, I killed myself, not you. Anyway, <laughs> anyway um, so point is, I used to be super excited for other people. I'll never forget, one of the biggest memories I have in my life was when I was like seven or eight, and I was watching the Tarzan 2, like I had the Tarzan 2 um, DVD, like the special edition, double disc set, whatever, and um, is it Tiffany Ray? No, I think that's somebody I went to high school with. <laughs> Tiffany Evans I'm crying anyway so Tiffany Evans <laughs> um Tiffany Evans like she she did the who am I which is still one of my favorite songs of all time for that movie and she had like her little music video in the uh double disc set and I would always watch that and I would be so excited because I thought she was such a beautiful singer like I just enjoyed her singing I enjoyed her existence I loved everything about her. I loved her hair. I loved her face. I loved that she was, I felt, I loved that she looked like me. And it's so funny because at the time I never really like thought about it that deeply. I just remember being like, I love that like she has hair like me and a face like me, even though she looked more like my cousin than she looked like me, but she, that's neither here nor there. She was black. Like she was un, like undistinguishedly black. And I remember feeling like, oh my God, like maybe one day, you know, like I could be on TV, you know, like I loved Tiffany Evans when I was a little girl. And my mom was super mad because she had her own bitch, like her own fucking demons that she was dealing with at the time that I don't know about and honestly don't really care about. But it's just like she was dealing with her own demons and like come out of, comes out of nowhere, comes into the living room and starts yelling at me like, like, why are you clapping for her? That should be you. Why don't you try to make that you? A bitch just stopped dancing. And I just felt horrible. And I also remember, though, because I have a strong-ass spirit, I was like, girl, you're just jealous. Like, I just remember, I just remember, I don't even know if I used the word jealous at the time, but I just remember, like, no longer feeling like I could jump around and be happy and enjoy Tiffany Evans and, like, all this other stuff. And, like, but in my head, I was just kind of like, girl, like, this, this is nothing to do with you or me, like... Like, I don't, like, I don't, and it's just so funny to think about the fact that, like, at seven and eight, like, I was that understanding, but I just remember being like, no, like, she has every right to, like, like, I don't, like, I just remember being like, I just don't know what this has to do, like, I just don't understand, it's just not correlating, like, it's just not, I don't get it, you know, and, um, I'll never forget that, because I just remember, like, one, being like, I felt like I could never be really, really happy for people, and then two, like, just feeling like, damn the fuck are you yelling at me like that for like i didn't even do anything wrong like i'm literally happy for somebody else which is something that adults teach children so i was really confused anyway so then by the time i was in high school right i started to um really really like be happy for people as a way of being rebellious right like that's when it became a rebellious like a re- an act of rebellion for me to be happy for people and i'll never forget when i was in high school i think it was like i don't know i think it was like 15 16 i don't know I have no idea when this was, but I, I could have been, I don't know. I actually, I actually have no idea. Y'all remember that show, Are You Smarter Than a Fifth Grader? 
is when that show was out and I was super hyped for the contestants on there super hyped for the kids on there and I'll never forget my mom was talking to my brother and I think my dad was there but I don't remember but my mom was talking to my brother and she's just like oh like you know she's always happy for other people like that's one thing you'd always say about her she's always happy for other people and I just remember being like proud like yes bitch and I remembered like that younger moment like that memory I just shared with you guys because I never forgot it and I will never forget that and just being like yeah like something that you cannot relate to and I find that to be quite embarrassingly sad like and that's my energy with anyone who can't be happy for other people so now brings us back to the present where I find myself struggling to be how I can be when it comes to being happy for other people i'm still happy for tarika lee like i'm not sitting here seething like i'm literally happy i love that he's sharing this it's helping me in my process like had he not made this video could i have even made this episode you know what i'm saying like so it's like there is nothing wrong here but i do need to i like ident like highlight identify acknowledge and give voice to the part of me that feels like she's drowning who feels like she will never succeed in life who feels like she has no purpose like in the video he starts off you know when he's like comforting his inner child that's stressed out he's saying you know like oh you know like this is your purpose like this is helping you with your purpose and obviously i entirely agree with that because as i watched this video i'm like yes this is this is yes he's in alignment right now like we are we are literally witnessing a person in alignment right now but then for myself right like for myself i think about that and i'm like you have no purpose like yes you write and like i love my writing i take so much pride in my writing like i know that if i die or when i die because i will eventually but like when i die i know that there will be absolutely nothing that i will have more pride in than the pieces of literature that i have created and left in this world you know what i'm saying like i feel like that now <laughs> and so it's like if i just keep writing it it can only build from there and another thing for me again and that's why i said i love this podcast is because that's kind of the thing with me with this podcast like it's not as deep as with the writing but with the podcast it's like top three right like the writing is number one and i don't know what's two or three but I think number two is me. I think number two is like my character and personality. And then number three is the podcast. Like, But it's just that like, I'm proud that I've had this for over a year. I'm proud that I can look at this and I've had it for over a year and just be like, wow, like, yeah, <laughs> like this is, this is mine. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is, this is, this is me. Like, this is, this is great. You know what I'm saying? Like, I love this, right? Even when I was watching his video and I was like feeling poorly about myself you know like you have like what have you done right like this boy is sitting here talking about all the things that he's done like he's at this point of his journey where he can finally like stop stressing where he can finally be happy because he's done the work and i'm sitting with myself like what have you done and it's just like that voice i'm just like you're such a bitch and like fuck you <laughs> like i love other muna and I have a bunch of Munas inside of me. And other Muna and I are like best friends. But I see other Muna as my shadow side. And I feel like this voice is coming from other Muna. And other Muna is such a fucking bitch. Like she's my twin, right? Gemini Stellium inside, in the Venus and in the Mars. But having a Gemini moon, I always feel like I have a twin inside of myself. Like I literally have a twin within me. And... um sometimes she's a bitch like that's all i have to say like sometimes she's a bitch and then i'll get mad i'm like well this is why you weren't born sorry <laughs> like, this 
is why your energy wasn't born and is inside of me and i'm the one that does the speaking and i'm the i'm the external twin for a reason yeah i went there y'all probably listening this is just sound crazy i don't care but it's just like it's just it's true like that's why i was chosen to be the external twin and you are not that is why you are the shadow that is why you are where you're at anyway she's such a bitch other moon can be such a bitch and i'm just like why would you talk to me like that like why would you talk to me like that like why are you talking to yourself like that like nobody else is saying this to you but yourself anyway (laughs) anyway um see this is what i meant in the beginning where i was just like this is not like the other like the other episodes i've done recently where i'm like okay like i've got a point let me say it like no this is like an emotional episode then i'm just like we're here processing this together anyway but um Tariq is literally everything my parents have ever wanted in a child and uh, i just anytime i'm around people who are like that it's very hard especially because one of the things i've noticed is that like those type of people because my brother is like that as well not like Tariq, but just like this i'm I'm about to explain it but it's just that like um people who have come from like poor childhoods like meaning like um for example Tariq did deal with homelessness as a child my brother was not raised with my parents in the first few years of his life and was treated like a servant something I will never forget I'm sorry like I will never get over that like I don't know how why we still talk to that those family members like I don't know like I don't I don't I don't know but maybe that's just that I shouldn't be talking about so I won't mention that again but he did go through that and then um then you have um you know my my father like he was homeless when he was a child and then i have this other friend um where she grew up very very poor you know um anyway and i've also just known a lot of people who grew up poor and it's interesting because like i don't really i don't know i never really understand my financial situation i've always been middle class and i'll just be real with you and i have literally been middle class and so like (laughs) and i say that because growing up like i'd be like oh i'm middle class and everyone's like oh everyone thinks they're middle class but they're not and i'm like no like quite literally socioeconomically like we are middle class but because i'm black and african a lot of people just don't want to acknowledge that because they're just like no like we don't want to acknowledge that like you could be in this class right and then as i got older and people really started to see by my behavior and how i am like holy shit like this girl really did not grow up like struggling right because when you and the reason i mention all these people is because that changes you like tarika lee is sitting here talking about how he makes all this money he's struggling to realize that he's made like because of the things that he went through right because of these experiences poverty stricken experiences that he's gone through and people like that tend to and not always but this is what i mean with the similarities between like the people i mentioned all together like my brother and all this stuff it's like when they they do create this resolution to never be in that position again and they find themselves um you know like making a lot of money or in a place that's very very good and very very nice and all this other shit right it's just that like 
I'm not like that. <laughs> That's kind of my point. It's like, I'm not like that. Because like, I didn't go through those things when I was a kid. And so I'm always compared to those people because of my family. And because, for example, my brother is like that. And it's like, I don't think about life in the same way that people like that do. Like, I don't look at life the same way my brother does. I don't look at my responsibilities in life the same way my brother does. Because we don't have the same traumas. We don't have the same childhood experiences. And so... The thing is, though, is that like when you don't have those type of problems and like become this rags to riches story, people shit on you. Like people literally just shit on you. Like people just think that you are not a hard worker. People just think that like you don't deserve good things because you didn't work hard enough for it. Like it's just all of these things that I have to deal with. And like, okay, I feel like I'm probably like all over the place right now, but I'm but follow me where it's like. For me, it's just a comparison of struggle, which I hate. I just think that's so counterproductive. But it's just like this comparison of struggle. And it's just like... I don't know. Like, it's just like... <laughs> like, I'm like, yeah, but I've still worked hard. Like, I've still struggled. Like, I've literally physically harmed my body because I've been overworked before. And it's like, I'm not like I'm not trying to like do olympics but it's like you're literally trying to say that i have never worked hard because i have not struggled as much as you and like that that fucks with me anyway so that point has been made i'm sorry that's kind of like a little because i saw my other moon being a bitch but it's just like but my point is this is where it all comes from that's kind of my point like this is where it all comes from it's all jumbled up because it is all jumbled up it comes from all these different experiences and it's like i miss being myself i miss being happy for other people i still see that as an act of rebellion because we live in a capitalistic culture where it's like no like either to like for people to be at the top there needs to be people at the bottom and it's like fuck that shit like we should all be in the center like what like anyway so it's just that like i just don't and when i say the center i literally mean that where it's like bro like we have a whole planet like let's just enjoy ourselves on it like that's what i mean by the center like it shouldn't be a matter of like oh i'm the best and you're the worst like no like what the fuck anyway anyway but it's just that like i I want to go back to that. I want to go, like, I wish I could watch this Tariq Ali video and just be filled with an overwhelming sense of, like, happiness and gratitude. Like, that's the thing, because that's what it means to be happy for somebody else is when you're grateful for them. Because being happy for them, like, people could be happy for you because, like, your happiness is going to directly inflate their pockets, right? Or inflate whatever they want or whatever they're lacking, but when you're grateful and that that's the type of happiness I would have, like I was grateful for Tiffany Evans. I was grateful for her success. That's why I was so happy because I was like a win for her is a win for us all. Not like, oh, you know, like it's going to put more money in my pockets. Clearly it didn't. That's why my mom was upset. But it's like, no, it's because it's like, no, like she's she is a part of this community when i say this i don't even mean just like black i mean like no she's a human being like the rest of us and her being happy is just like it's just nice like it's just nice to see right like it just it's nice to experience it's nice to witness right and so it's like i'm grateful for this because it, it inflates the quality of my experience even if it doesn't actually directly inflate 
anything in me physically right like at least like it's seeing her smile is making me want to smile right like it's just making things better and i'm grateful for her happiness because without her happiness like without her success without her being here i wouldn't be feeling this good i wouldn't be feeling this hopeful i wouldn't be looking at my life and thinking like oh my god like maybe my dreams can come true right and same thing with when you started with the fifth grader like that moment was just like somebody finally won like somebody finally beat them fucking fifth graders and i was just mad hype i was mad hype actually no actually i think it's the other way around i don't remember i don't remember somebody it was like it was an underdog that won so either it was someone finally beat one of them fifth graders actually i think that's what it was it was that and like the fifth graders were like hmm because that was a good ass show i'm not gonna lie because them fifth graders were sitting there especially like the i think it was like the um the like like the the smartest fifth graders or whatever that'd be at the last round and then like literally like i just remember them like conceding like yep you got it like we're proud of you especially that one boy y'all know what i'm talking about if y'all if y'all watch the show as much as i did you know what i'm talking about he had like like kind of like um like blondish like brown like he had blondish hair and like um they were like kind of like wis- like a kind of wispy in a way like thick wispiness i don't know i don't know anyway but like it was just an era anyway but um but watching Tariq Ali like I just feel like I should be where he's at which obviously doesn't make any sense even my therapist would listen to this and be like girl because we talked this in the last session where she's like yes like if you were a different person in a different dimension you know like because it's like because I always talk about like if I were better I would be in a better situation and for her she's just like that's just not how that works like that's just not how life is like you know um and yeah but like i still think this way i still have to work through that but anyway so with um watching this video and with the whole praise thing like i said i ended up watching this video because when i went on twitter Tariq was retweeting a bunch of people like applauding him and you know a little bit of my haterade was out within my head you know I was just like all right girl like you're embarrassing me like please stop being jealous like I like being happy for people I don't like being jealous for people because I just think it's unnecessary like also when I had said earlier that like I hadn't been jealous in a long time is because like I was around so many different types of people who I just did not want to be like like I would see their lives and I'd be like oh my god like I would never want to be in that situation and yeah and like yeah like that's just really what it comes down to so I was like I was like I don't want to be any of those people and I still would never want to be any of those people I'm just like ew like anyway but it's just like I'm no offense like I know like it's kind of probably fucked up to think that where you're like you look at someone's life and struggles and you're like god could not be me but I'm gonna be real that is what I was thinking I was just like okay there was nothing to be jealous of there um but it's like but just being lost and just being young and just going through life and yada 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 i did just i lost a lot of myself and i in spending my time looking down at other people even though i didn't see it as looking down at other people like ew like you're below me just more like no i would never want to be you like that's just what it was it's just like i just would never want those problems and um and then just like I don't know what am i trying to say here basically i feel like i felt like that and they saw that in my behavior and then tried to bring me down right like they tried to bring me down and the thing is is that like they weren't well not all of them some people were trying to bring me down and then other people were just trying to elevate their lives through me but it's like that's like 
people can't do that for you. Like people can't make your life better. People cannot make your life worse, right? Like people can do things to you that makes your life better, makes it worse, but ultimately their existence can't actually change the quality of your life because your life can only be dictated by your actions meaning like again i understand that other people's actions can heavily impact your life but ultimately the most consistent like the only consistent um influencing your life is yourself so the person who holds the most power in your life will always be yourself right which is why people try to take away people's free will that's why abuse is literally taking people's ability to be autonomous away right like that to me is abuse is when you try to strip someone of their autonomy whether it's through mental abuse physical abuse or emotional abuse or financial abuse etc 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 and so with all of that being said it's just that like um so in those situations, I just feel like it was a lesson of that for for all parties involved. Anyway, anyway, again, losing myself, losing myself. Okay, I had to take another pause because I was losing myself. Um, but it's just like, I think I've worked hard enough. Okay, so let's let's get back to that whole thing where I was saying other moon is a bitch and it's like, next external moon here and it's just like i i think i've worked hard enough because i just i look at the writing skills that i have and i'm just like bro like that shit did not happen overnight i would know because i've gotten made fun of i've been the butt of the joke due to my writing i have sacrificed a lot of things for my writing like i have done so much to become a better writer and like I was there for it so you can't you can't take that away from me and other people can't recognize it but now they can because they can see the work right like the last job that I didn't get but when I was doing the interview the woman just when she read my sample all she like she literally started off with like how did you learn how to write like this and that was the biggest compliment like that was such a big compliment for me and the thing is is that like I learned how to write like that from myself, from my life, from paying attention to it, from valuing it, from caring about it, from literally just sitting there, like I said, understanding myself to its bare bones and then being able to make sense of it. That's where my writing skills come from. It doesn't come from some fucking class. It doesn't come from some fucking person comparing me to fucking, what's that nigga's name? That Frost character. I cannot believe I can't remember his first name. Frank Frost, Jack Frost, bruh. (laughs) Wait, no, I have to look this up. I have never forgotten his first name before in my life. In my life. I said Jack Frost. We all know who... Robert Frost, Jesus. (laughs) I'm sorry. I was like, Frank Frost, first of all, Frank's, that's Frank. I don't know where I got Frank from because it's Franz Kafka. But Franz Kafka and I have the same sun and moon and uh, potential rising. They don't actually know for sure when he was born. But if if he's born when they estimated his birth, then he also has the same rising as me. We're both morning babies. And I definitely see myself in Frank's and Franz Kafka, except for the fact that like my sto- like my stories would, I just, 
I see myself in him. That's all I'm going to say. But I, I just, I just, that's all I'm saying. But, um, there are differences though. There are differences. I just don't know how to word those differences, but I do see myself in him anyway. But, um, yeah, I was talking about like Robert Frost, right? Because like fucking every literature head like loves Robert Frost. Was it that fork in the road shit? Anyway. I'm sorry. But, my, but you see, I don't even really know that much about those things. I have been exposed to it. I've been educated on these topics, but I just didn't give a shit. Like, I just didn't really care because I was like, no offense, <laughs> but like reading Robert Frost is not helping me in my journey in life. Like, it's not helping. Like, like 16, 17 year old me reading Robert Frost unmoved. Like, I, I, res- like, I can acknowledge and respect what y'all are saying about him and his craft and what he's done, but I don't feel it. And I don't feel it because he and I are very different, especially at this point in my life and this point in his legacy. Like, we're just like, entirely different people. Can't relate. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's just, that's just what it was. And so, for most of my life, the writing was always kept to myself, and I would always just, like, write for myself. And also, I do want to note that I'm proud of myself because um Tariq was talking about writing and I again you understand I never really had like I believed in collaboration I never felt like I never felt like my role or my place in life was ever threatened until the experiences with that fake ass friend that I had for too long like until that experience you know like where literally bitch needs help anyway but like that experience where they literally went out of their way to steal my identity like you like that fucks with you bro like that's insane to have someone steal your identity is crazy and if you've never experienced something like that like dead ass like don't ever try to talk about this because like this was a very specific situation where somebody was pretending to be my friend so they could steal my identity steal my life story steal my personality like that is so scary and i cut this person off because they're psychotic and they would not have left me alone and i'm not saying psychotic to be like ableist like no no literally and so it's just like i like and if you've never experienced something like that, like you have no idea what it feels like because it is traumatizing. It is just as traumatizing as getting your literal identity like financially taken away. It is scary. It is life changing, life altering and not in a good way. And it's fucking terrifying, bro. And I'm always scared it's going to happen again. And so guess what happens when people are similar to me? and worst off more successful than me it scares me because it makes me feel like i cannot exist there's no room for me there's no need for me that's why when Tariq is like this is your purpose i'm sitting here like i have no purpose right like he's sitting here in his purpose and i'm sitting here like i have no purpose to even be in you know and that is so sad like that makes me sad obviously and Anyway, but one thing I also wanted to mention, though, is he's talking about writing, and I'm proud of myself, proud of myself, because it's like, I always told myself that I would never be like the other writers I've met when I was like 19 and 20, who made me feel like a horrible, not a horrible person, sorry, I didn't mean to say, I was thinking about something else, thinking about somebody who I think is a horrible person, and those words came out, but, um, but like, sorry i'm thinking about something i'm so sorry my mind i just 
I'm thinking about this girl who's a fucking idiot. That's all I have to say. She's an idiot. And she was easily manipulated. And I don't feel bad for her. And I hope she never talks to me again. Because I feel like she would try to talk to me again. During this era of like 1920. Like specifically like. Like I feel like she's gonna like try to come back. Like oh my god. I'm like no girl. You you made your choice. Don't fucking talk to me. Like so many people that I knew. And you know what? It's karma. It's karma. I'm not even mad. It's karma. It's fine. It's karma. We're not gonna talk about it anymore. It's fine. I, I take my karma. I take my karma. It's cool. Anyway. But um but anyway anyway so um what the fuck was i saying um okay but yeah i i I promised myself i would never be like those writers where they meet another writer and then like they're just like they're just mean to them because they're just like oh like like i've had people say like everyone's a writer or i'm actually gonna be a famous writer you're not you know like i've had people act like that like people are fucking childish anyway but um I'm proud of Tariq and I did feel a I did feel anxiety at first where it's like wow like he's really gonna just take everything <laughs> and I even be like take everything from me because it's not just him it's like a lot of people are, who are successful like him I feel this way towards so you know he's it's not like especially him but it's just like even um like um <laughs> but even like he's talking about that but then he's like talking about like script writing and stuff and it's like i want to write scripts or whatever but also like i don't think i'm a mixture of Easter Wright or oprah i've had people project those things onto me because of how i because i because i'm really good at speaking like oprah and then like i'm an african-american like Issa ray and but like i don't actually see myself um as a mixture like i like Tariq and i are actually different people that's my point and i acknowledge that and i'm very happy i acknowledge that but also even if he was the same type of writer i was i probably still feel i probably still feel threatened but i would have to get over it right but with this case it's like i'm acknowledging the fact that like he with his writing it's like just like mine where it's the sense of like it's very tied to himself and who he is and his life and his purpose it has nothing to do with other people or their failures or successes right or i should say perceived failures or successes so i'm very happy that i was able to acknowledge that because it helped me not get you know so threatened by it that i couldn't see past it i did see past it and as i watched the video i can still see past a lot of my feelings but i had to pause it and do all of this because these were the feelings i couldn't get past by just sitting here watching it i had to like expel it from my psyche but um anyway but um yeah i don't remember what i was saying before that but it's just like i just i feel okay but i remember okay my, my thesis my point but it's just that like after somebody had quite literally made it a, an experience for me where it's like no your failure directly correlates to my success because their success was built entirely on my failures that (laughs) that is what has made me the type of person i am today where i now struggle to be happy for other people in the way that i know that i can be right and it's like on the outside i don't even know what it looks like because i'm so internally like dealing with things i don't even know what it looks like on the outside i have no real self-awareness of myself externally like that's something that i have noticed and it has been true for a very 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 long time like i have no idea how i'm coming off to people and that's a good and bad thing like a lot of bad things have happened because of like self-awareness in that way 
Um, but I feel like also a lot of good things have happened because I have noticed the people who genuinely see me and through that I'm able to really begin to forgive and love myself again. Um, but it's like I still like ex- like external Muna and other Muna like have just reached this point of like, okay okay and other muna is honestly internal muna that's what she said like my shadow side is internal anyway but it's just like that those differences and just being like okay like okay okay i'm aware now of where she starts and ends and where i start what no i'm aware of where she starts i'm still figuring out where she ends okay and that that's why this this episode for example is all over the goddamn place it's because I'm still figuring it out but at least I know where we both start like I know where she starts and I'm able to be like skirt skirt." no (laughs) you're not gonna keep bullying me (laughs) Like, like you're literally not gonna keep bullying me because because I let you bully me other people can bully me you understand and this is what i meant where it's like with other people yes they can impact your life very greatly but at the end of the day you are your biggest influencer so it's just like if i let this bitch keep bullying me like other people are going to be allowed to keep bullying me because i'm not going to know how to defend myself against those other people i got to start here if i know how to defend myself against this bitch which is for example everything i'm saying here everything that i've been saying to like defend against all of these things that people have said to me behind my back have done to me like all like being able to word it vocalize it and say it bro like like this is all practice and it's gonna help me in real life when bitches that i need to learn to disempower like and when i say disempower i literally mean that where it's like they take away my power or attempt to and i need to disempower them from from being able to do that where it's like no bitch this is my power i'm reclaiming my right and it scares me because i think about getting kicked out of my home i get i think about being abused even further like so like i have been through so much in the past like two years like two three years like especially the past two years though like i don't want to go through that shit again i don't and i resonate with that with Tariq when he's talking about like he's like i don't want to go back to where i was but for he and i it's so different because i feel like his success is so externally prominent like i don't know present like you can see his he has a new house he's made money like you can see his success i feel like you can't see any of mine which is why i said in the beginning of this where i was like what's so good about internal peace it's <laughs> like what's so good about it when i can't even like have a home where i can feel comfortable and sleep in and you know what i'm saying like i like you know what i'm saying i'm like yeah i have that but i have to share with people that i don't like and then i feel bad for not liking them i feel like a horrible daughter for not liking them i feel like a horrible person i like them i feel like a horrible person for not feeling the way they want me to feel and it's just like i want to let that go and i get scared that the universe is not gonna let me leave until i let that go before i leave (laughs) anyway but it's just that like we're processing we're here we're doing this but it's just like honestly though it's like I you like for example because i don't have a degree nobody in my family number one not a single human being in this fucking family number one then number two um 
people who are strangers, right? Like, it's just, like, unless, like, you have a certain way of looking at things, literally, if that's the only thing. If, unless you have a certain way of looking at things, period, everybody else, they don't care about my ability to write. They don't take that shit seriously. They don't take that shit seriously. Like, a lot of people are artists, and people see that as a, as a devalue or a devolution, I don't know, I don't know, you know what I'm trying to say, but they see the amount of people who write, like, having a large amount of, like, writers in the world as devolving, girl, you know what I'm trying to say, they think that that devalues the, the, um, power of writing, because if a lot of people are able to write, clearly writing isn't that hard, and it's like, no, that's not why art exists, like, and this is what I'm saying, that capitalistic mindset that is literally in our culture, and it completely devalues things that should not be devalued, but it's like, having a lot of people write isn't a bad thing, having a lot of child performers, even though that is a very loose example, just using that as an example to tie it into Tiffany Evans, but child performances child like that's a whole other conversation with but my point is having somebody that looks like your daughter on the screen dancing and doing her thing does not devalue your daughter from her chances of doing the same thing or the value of her doing the same thing or her ability to doing the same thing or her journey towards doing the same thing okay so that's all capitalism because all that does is inflate the value of who's already there who's already being seen who's already on top and like again i for me it goes to like giving power it's like exchanging power but in a very forceful deceitful and conceited way <laughs> but it's just that it's like um like my life does not equate to success or failure in relation to somebody else and that's something i'm struggling with accepting and believing because i'm still depressed and i'm still sad and i still think about all the things i once had in my life that i no longer have and what i used to have were things that people could look at and say oh my god like you are successful but people they don't they don't look at me now and think that and that hurts me because i feel more successful than i ever have in my life and it's not that i want other people to see it to validate it i just don't want to be alone in celebrating it i don't want to be ridiculed in celebrating it because at home i'm ridiculed for it in my within my family i'm a joke for it they're like this bitch thinks that she's a like thinks that she should be what are you happy about you have nothing. You are nothing. That is the type of family I come from. I don't give a fuck. I'm letting y'all know. But it's just like, that's just what it is. And it comes from colonization, number one. Like, it really comes from colonization. Um, number two, it's like the develop, like, the story of life post-colonialization, right? Post-imperialism, post-racist worlds, like, all this stuff, right? But it's just like, it's so hard for me because I'm so happy and I get happier and happier just because it's like a girl, like this time last year, my depression was so bad. Like you guys don't know how, like, and I'm just saying, cause like, you don't know, like I've never heard of anybody going through the same shit that I've went through. So I'm like, no, like y'all really don't know. And I'm sure there are people who do know, but again, the day I'm able to, I'm ready to really 
talk about this experience and everything that happened to me and like I'm not saying abuse I'm like no like it was abusive like I would be naked un- like malnourished lost 40% of my hair with skin and bones only smoked weed because it was the only way I could feel any sort of comfort and this person was supposed to quote unquote be my friend and she was never my friend and people spent years trying to tell me that and I just didn't see it but it's because she was abusive she would gaslight me and tell me that I my feelings were invalid I'll never forget from ages 17 to 19 she would always say to me like just because I hurt your feelings doesn't mean that I was wrong to like say what I say and she would always say that to me to the point where by the time I was 2021 I completely normalized that and whatever horrible things that she would say to me the horrible things that she would do to me I would literally just take it because I thought well she's right I mean she's right and the thing is it's not that there weren't people in my life who try to tell me that she was wrong it's just that like when someone is an abuser it means that they have power over you okay they have power over you and I needed real help. And she was someone who was the most closest person to me. And I did try to go to therapy. I did try to get help. But anytime, I, but then I would make the mistake of trying to talk to her. You know, like, again, it's, it's just trusting the wrong person. And she would tell me, you don't need help. You don't need therapy. And then when she com- succeeded in her fucking campaign against destroying me and my reputation, she told people that I told her that she shouldn't do therapy. When I was literally telling her, didn't you tell me that therapy wasn't really worth doing? And when I would try to do therapy, like, she'd be like, you don't need a therapist, even if I didn't talk to her about it anymore. Like, it was active sabotage of my well-being. And she got praised for it. She got celebrated for it because people saw me and vilified me for it. And so... That is where my traumas come from. That is why I can no longer be the type of person that I used to be where I would watch this and I would be obsessed with Tariq Ali and I would want to be friends with Tariq Ali and I would want to be like, oh my God, yes. Like I see myself in your story. I love this. I celebrate this. I'm struggling to think that way or feel that way. All I can muster up to feel is gratitude that he is okay and in a better place and that he's happier. And that's enough. I'm proud of myself for feeling that way because that's the bare minimum, honestly. That is what that is the bare minimum. I feel like that is that's that's all I really should ever have to give to him. And if I don't give that to him, I should just give him nothing at all because like it's not my life. You feel me? Like I should just like disengage. You know, like that people say, like, you don't like me, just unsubscribe. Literally. If you don't like them, just unsubscribe. I do it all the time. Like, but um, but with him I do like him and I'm proud of him. And he's inspired me a lot and he continues to inspire me a lot. He he has for years, he always will. Like I, I know this. Like I know that this man will spend the rest of his life being an inspiration to me. Um But it's just that like I'm still just sad because it just it's showing me how hurt I've been, how jaded I've become, just how much that experience has broken me. And then flashbacking to it and remembering this this same fake ass friend literally when I was skin and bones starving lost 40% of my hair a whole fucking weed addict and like like emotionally addicted to it and her just sitting there taking joy and just being like yo you I literally used to look at old photos of you when you were bigger 
like you just lost so much weight and then just starts laughing because it's like everybody knew I lost weight because I literally could feed myself or when she would literally bring me around her friends and she would tell me like oh like I'll buy you some food whatever you know like just get out of the apartment but then like she would just bring me around people would see me and be like clearly this girl is unwell and then she would just sit there and then just be like oh my god like um just be like oh my god like yeah well um you know um she's just crazy or she's just this or she's just that honestly that surviving Sophia shit when I saw that I literally saw myself in Sophia I still think that Ricky and Zell had every right to react but I do think that what happened in that room was wrong besides those two black men everybody else in that room could choke I'm sorry I'm not gonna fucking name those people but y'all know who I'm talking about they could fucking choke I don't give a shit I don't give a shit Zell and um um ricky though like i don't know i just see them as part of the the community so i'm like look we have to educate them but they were not the biggest problems by a long shot you know what i'm saying like they were not the biggest problems by a long shot um it's all those other people y'all are too scared to mention i'm not mentioning them not because i'm scared to mention them but because quite literally on this platform that would just be giving them more attention i didn't even know who these people were before this whole space thing happened so but my point is i completely identify with the Sophia person in this story because it's like I was literally losing so I mean I didn't steal anybody's money like <laughs> I ain't steal nothing that I could say for sure but it's just like but I did have someone acting like those white people and she was a light-skinned um racially ambiguous girl so I'm sorry just had to mention that but it's just that like literally using so many things against me just to elevate her status just to be cool just to get t- attention and I was literally drowning for my own personal life story, like my per- own personal life problems. And also her putting on her, putting her problems onto me, then getting mad that I'm not fixing her problems. You know, it's just like, it's just so many things that was going on in that. And it just, on the outside, just came out to be this like, oh, this bitch is crazy. And like, oh my God, like she's doing all these horrible things to me. And then people just vilifying me and treating me horribly for it and they don't even fucking know me and i've never been cruel to them because i'm not a cruel person it's just so fucked up and it's just like bro like so when i watch this video with tarika lee all i can think about is just how horrible the last few years have been and then just how i i feel like i have nothing you know which is why i always come to this podcast because this podcast is something that I created during this time last year when I was at the worst that I've ever been ever in my life like I don't think there'll ever be a lower point than that point and the things that happened during that time like it's just so much shit and so it's just I I look at Tariq and I see how he's overcome all his you know all the all the things he's overcome that's brought him to where he is now and I just look at myself and I look at my life and I'm just like I feel like if I had overcome things I would have things and not to devalue this podcast or my writing they do matter a lot to me but they can't feed me they can't take care of me and like I'm about to start crying but it's like they can't provide for me the way that I need to be provided for 
and I am, you know, going to a therapist and all this other stuff. So I am really working my mental health and I have been for the past year. Like this is not, none of this is just new. Like it's all been a process, but I still have, feel like I haven't gained anything that I can use to literally give myself a better life. And I try to remind myself when I think that though, that it's like, no, but working on your mental health is giving you things that will give you a better life, you know? But anyway, it's just a process. But it just makes me sad because I just look at what he has and I'm just like, damn, like, will I ever have that? Because like I said, like when I was in college, like I was doing the thing, had my own place. I was doing the thing, but I did not have mental health at all. Like I did not have a sound mental health. I did not have like a good mental health whatsoever. And now I think I have better mental health, but I don't have any of those physical things. Like, <laughs> I don't have, um, I don't have a home, you know, and that, that's hard. That's hard. Um, and I have a house and I should be grateful for that, but I don't, I don't have a home. I don't have a safe space. And, um, that's hard that's hard and i am trying to teach myself and that's that whole point with me coming at other muna where i'm just like bro like stop being an asshole like shitting on me isn't going to change our situation shitting on me isn't gonna make things better It's just not. And um, you don't know how to make things better. All I know how to do is try my best and look like a fucking fool as I do it. Because all my life I've been humiliated for having big dreams, for being ambitious, for not caring what other people think. You know, like people... I'll never forget, like, growing up in high school, people were like, oh, everybody hates their hair. And I'd be like, I don't hate my hair. And then people were like, oh, she's just lying. She just wants to be special. And it's like, no, I don't hate my hair. I still don't hate my hair. I love my hair. She's my best friend. She's been here with me through thick and thin. Like, why would I hate her? Just because y'all hate her? Like, no. I'm not, I'm never, I'm, I'm not the one. I've never been the one. I will never be the one. My feelings towards something is enough. It doesn't have to be validated by other people, which is why I say for me, it's not about wanting people to celebrate my accomplishments, but it being enough for them to just leave me alone. And I also to be real, it does come from my family because I do get love from people outside like literally like my instagram like i ain't got a thousand followers or nothing but i do have a good like six seven people who are always keeping their eye out who are always applauding me who are always so kind and healing and just i am so grateful for them which is why it's like despite me saying all these things don't get it fucking twisted like (laughs) I love myself and I love and I am loved for who I am by other people. It's just hard that at home that's just not the case. It's hard that 
where I spend my physical time that's not the truth, you know? That the people who raised me don't feel that way. The extended family don't feel that way. They would never feel that way. They won't ever feel that way. They would only ever feel that way. If I made a lot of money, these same people are the people who'd be like, oh my god, we love you. And it's like, I already made a decision where I was like, yeah, when I get back up on my feet, like... this energy is gonna stay and this energy doesn't mean like the negativity i just mean like no like girl like we're not we are we're not close and we ain't never gonna be close (laughs) like like that's not gonna change right like that's not gonna change because it's like you already showed your face why would i pretend like i don't see it anymore why would i act different now like anyway so um (laughs) anyway but um my point is though is that it's just i don't know it's ironic because i'm not homeless but it's just that i kind of and i'm not like i need to understand this so i'm gonna use this the term hopeless but i don't mean homeless i mean in a very emotional way right and so I feel like I'm safe spaceless. How about that? I'm safe spaceless. Like physical safe spaceless. And I have been for a while. Um, But yeah. So it's just like. uh, You know. It's just hard. Um, Ooh. I don't remember what I was even saying before. (laughs) But. um, But I, I. Like I said. I have like six seven people who always show out. And I love those people more than anything. They're always there for me. They always have, they actually have been since the beginning. Like when I made the Instagram, one of them has literally been there since day one. Um, then another since day two, then the other since day three. And it's just, it's progressed. And I really, really appreciate that. And even like on Twitter, like <laughs> like on my private Twitter, um, which wasn't private before. I made a new Twitter um, that's not public, which is Muna PDF. But my um, private Twitter, like, I, like, girl, she was, she was suicidal on that shit. She was suicidal on that shit. Um, and the people who were there to witness it and just be like, I don't know, even something as simple as, like, favoriting a tweet just made me feel better. Just to know that, like, they, they were there. You know what I'm saying? Like, they can't do anything, but it's like, they're there. And that's enough. You know, feeling somebody's love. Even if it's just through a like, it's just, it's enough. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe that's embarrassing or sad, but I like it. I take pride in it. Um, but yeah, but anyway, I just, I'd like to feel like I actually did do something so that I could be in the comfort of my own home and just look around and just be like, wow, like I did it. I'm out. (laughs) I'm free and I don't ever have to worry about that changing, you know, Um, because of this time in my life in the past like two years of just starting from scratch and building a foundation from nothing. Yes, my own rags to riches story, even though it's not really entirely the rags to riches that we are accustomed to seeing or knowing um but really starting from a completely depleted mental health space to having a much better one you know um 
And then ideally being able to have a second chance in having a home for myself. And with this home, I'm sorry, I'm not moving in with anybody. I'm not. I'm never living with... I'm not. That roommate shit, not doing it. Not doing it. I'm gonna live by myself. (laughs) And um, being able to do that and then having my cats and... Because I'm gonna have two. And then just being able to... Just exist and to just live and to just be and to have the blessing and the opportunity and the chance to just build from there as opposed to building from scratch and yeah I feel like with Tariq's video he's he's really he is that the embodiment of that and how he's able to really focus now on writing and acting, which is what he's always loved and cared about. And it's so funny because he has always, like, in the, in one part of the video, he says, he's like, I succeeded in my point of this. And I'm like, yeah, I remember when I started watching him and him saying that. Like, and him being like, yeah, like, that is my goal. And he did always say, like, he literally always said everything has come into fruition. And now it's just the time for him to just build up from there, right? Like, like to just build up from there and emotionally I feel like I'm in the same place but I just feel foolish about it because I look at my life and I'm just like yeah but you don't have what he has so it's like what do you like it's embarrassing to think that you're the same as him like you literally don't have what he has and it's just like damn bro like I've never really truly felt that way, but I've always had people feel that way towards me. And now I can't even really be that mad at people who are jealous because it's like, that's, I mean, I can be because people are jealous of me doing fucked up things. But what I mean is fundamentally really breaking down this understanding of jealousy and envy and pain and these feelings that are birthed from it and these experiences that are birthed from it. I'm like, that is so sad. And because I really like Heike never really dealt with those feelings, like I did, like, like I'm not trying to say I've never been jealous, but you're talking to a girl like, the biggest jealousy things I went through was when I was in like 14 to like 17 because it ended when I was 16 so I guess I say like 14 to 16 I was very jealous but I was jealous because other people had friends and they were allowed to go out and they were allowed to create all these memories and I wasn't right like I wasn't allowed to because of my strict upbringing I wasn't allowed to because um I didn't know how to (laughs) and um and also it's just like I just I wasn't able to be like my peers I was I I felt very much too um too wrapped up in the injustices of the world because I felt like it it literally it barred me from life and so I was jealous of people's lack of empathy, like not empathy, I'm sorry, that's not the right word, but lack of care towards that, right? Like their lack of, I mean, it lack of empathy, it, <laughs> call, it, call it what it is, but it's just like, I was envious of that. And then when I was in college, 
I tried to embody that because I thought that was the way you had fun. That was the way that you lived. But all it did was turn me into the very thing that I hated. And that's why it's like, yeah, it was successful. But at what cost? I completely lost myself. And so now we're here where I'm back with myself. But I just I envy everyone who I just feel like just gained so much physical richness material richness from their decisions and their lives and i feel like for me it's the exact opposite i lost all of the material richness that i had for for what and like i said the for what is 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 valuable but because especially last year i was ridiculed for thinking that there was any value in that i it just it just leaves this this turmoil within me now and i just don't know what to do you know i just don't know what to do and it really really physically manifests itself as unemployment right and a lot of people have shat on me for it. And this is even when I was living on my own. And I quit my job abruptly for many different reasons. But it's just like... I don't know. I want to be recognized, but not because I want validation. I want to be recognized because... That's the thing, though. That's the thing. I'm saying all that, but it's like, I am recognized. I think, like I said, it really comes down to the whole family thing. But at the same time, I don't even care about that. I take it back. I want my, I want myself to recognize myself. That's what... It's not other people. Because I'm sitting here like, but it's not... This is what validate. And I'm like, yeah, but that's... I want to be... I, I wish it was enough for me. Because imagine if I did have my own place. I did have my own things. It's like... Everyone around me could still be the same exact way that they are now. Like my family could still be the same way they are now. And I wouldn't care because guess what? I'm in my, I'm happy. I'm in my own place, doing my own thing, living my own life. So it's just like, I want to recognize myself. I don't want to be jealous. I don't want to look at Tyreek and be like, I'm sorry, I said Tyreek. I'm so sorry, Tariq. I don't want to look at Tariq and just be like, oh my god um like look at everything that he has and like no i wish i could do what i would do if i were not jealous which is like oh my god do i want that bag <laughs> like do i want that bag one day Ooh, those flowers Ooh, that setup Ooh, that couch it's giving me ideas for when my time comes right like with that tiffany evans stuff like i want to look at his success and be like bro this is giving me this is like window shopping right or it's like i could own this one day i could have this one day that's what i want for myself that's what i want i don't want to look at this and think like oh like you're not him you're not him like i don't want to think like i don't want that I don't want that. I don't want that from myself. I don't want that for myself. Other Muna, please. <laughs> Internal Muna, external Muna, please. All the Buddhas, please. Like, I don't want that. But it is such it is such a healing process. It is such a journey. It is such a fight. 
to overcome that negativity, that voice, because that voice, that voice is built on a foundation of others, of the things that others have said, on how others have used my failures against me, how others have used my mistakes against me, my weaknesses against me. And how it completely contradicts with old philosophies I once had about who a good person was and what a good person is and what a good person does. You know? It's just a lot of processing and I want to take the time to process it and write about it and feel it and create content about it. And when I say create content, I literally be like tweets. <laughs> Because I don't want to be a YouTuber. I've really, because I like made YouTube videos, but I don't want to be a YouTuber. I've like really understood that. Like, I actually like don't want to do it. Like, I want to make YouTube videos, but I don't want to be a YouTuber. And like, I don't want to make YouTube videos all the time. Like, I just want to like rant. Like, I just want to have a channel, which I do now. And whenever, if ever I feel called to make videos, I will. But that's as deep as that's ever going to get. Like, I don't want to make it a career. And that's like a big thing for me, too. I feel like nowadays in our society, like, anytime something's successful we feel like we have to make it our job and it's like we we don't like we could actually just like make youtube videos without it like without being a youtuber because i feel like if you just make youtube videos for fun and then like you tell people that they're gonna be like well why don't you try to be a youtuber like why don't you try to make it a job and it's like well why should i try to make it a job like (laughs) it completely changes the experience anyway not that anyone's ever said that to me but i'm just i'm just thinking to myself anyway but um i'd rather i actually love podcasting much more if i were to ever make video content it would literally just be me filming my podcast which is actually something i would love to do i would love 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 to do that like to reach a point where i like the only thing i would honestly want to make my job is is this because i love podcasting so 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 much i love talking (laughs) and there's so many people that i have literally thought about asking to like come on my podcast just to like talk about their lives and stuff and i really think i'm gonna do that i think season three is probably gonna be the season of guest starring but i think it's definitely gonna start before season three um but i just i'm still just processing so much i'm still healing so much from everything that i've been through that i just i'm just not there yet and i do get scared and i feel like so much is gonna fall apart or fall to waste or get ruined because of that which is why i constantly think about having shelter sheltering my home like i think about shelter so much because i do not feel like i have the 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 safety or the privilege or the time to really just sit and um heal and to process my life and i and i've been trying to still prioritize getting money and getting resources or whatever but after everything that has happened this past scorpio season especially like i just i don't have it in me anymore and that's where all of this is really coming from because it's like i'm gonna get so much shit for giving up quote-unquote giving up on that i feel like and it's not fair which i can live with but it's just scary and hurtful like that fear is very hurtful because it's just like what am i gonna do how am i gonna take care of myself how am i gonna provide for myself what am i gonna build in in this thing's place 
but we're entering Sagittarius season, so it's all about adventure, right? So I guess I'll figure it out and I'll find it. I'll look for it. Um, but yeah, I really want to title this I'm Jealous of Tarika Lee. <laughs> I don't know why. I don't know why. I initially was going to title this Praise. But I feel like the most consistent thing I talked about in this was Tariq Ali because, like, watching his video, his, la- his latest video, like, really inspired this out of me. But then a part of me is kind of, like, like, literally my mind goes to the fact that, like, okay, but if you look up Tariq Ali on Spotify, which I don't know why you would do that. But if you were to look up Tariq Ali on Spotify, like, this may come up. I'm jealous of Tariq. And, like, tell me that's not, like, a clickbait, like, title. But I'm, like, but I'm a product of this time, of this generation. And I feel like clickbait titles for us is, like, just at this point, it's just, like, how you make titles, you know? But I'm not doing it to make a clickbait title. I'm doing it because, like, that is, that's just what I feel like is the name of this episode is I am jealous of Tariq Ali. Here's why, you know, just breaking it down and just really explaining all of that but it's not really about Tariq Ali at all which is why I'm kind of like I just feel like that title's kind of misleading because I'm not really talking about him personally I'm literally just talking about my reaction to him so I'm probably gonna put that in the bio operative word here being jealous of no operative word being I am jealous of it just happens to be Tariq Ali because he's amazing and I look up to him and I love him and I always will always have I think he's amazing um but yeah so i don't know i'm gonna probably title it that because i want to because like i said it's i just really feel like that is this is that is the title of this episode but i am also just very apprehensive because i just i could i just can just imagine possible backlash if if anyone i don't know why anyone would ever be like look i don't know i don't know guys i don't know please leave me alone anyway i don't know i'm already struggling enough to think straight okay 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 um but yeah i just i don't know i i hope that life gets better financially and materially i think that's what it is too it's not just financials material things because i don't really care much about just having money as much as i care about having resources that are my own and that take care of me that i can provide for myself like that's that's what i want um and yeah so okay i'm done guys (laughs) thank you for listening and going on this journey with me it was it was a tough one it was a tough one talking about this was very hard It it was very 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 hard and i'm really struggling a lot with um really like not i feel like i've truly done a good job especially this past scorpio season of destroying the part of me that i wanted to and i think that even me saying all this is proof of that like the fact that i can recognize like okay this is where i was at this is this is what the journey has been thus far and now i'm now now my turn signal is on like now my turn signal is on i'm about to exit this highway and get into this get into a whole a whole new part of the town whole new part of the country whole new part of the city whole new part of the world like you know i feel like this episode was me turning the turn signal on and then like driving on like driving down the exit and when i turn this off it's gonna be me hopefully 
finally like finishing that that getting off that exit and then just being in a whole new place and in Sagittarius season um in the style of Sagittarius season in the style of y'all know I'm trying to say you know what I'm saying in essence of Sagittarius no you know what I'm trying to say but it's just like in true Sag fashion just be like all right I'm in a new town what is this <laughs> what do I do now like how do I do this like for example I used to, I love listening to music and thinking but I don't even love doing that as much as I used to anymore because it's like no I want to live like I want to physically be a part of my environment like I want to physically do things like I want to physically evolve like right on time with the north but about to shift into Taurus. like I want to have a new physical life a whole new physical life and I don't want to think about it because I've thought about it enough. I've thought about it for the past like two fucking years. Like honestly, two and a half years. I've just spent all that time just thinking, which makes sense. Even though no, because 2020 was Cancer and Capricorn. And then this year has been Gemini, Sagittarius with the North and South those respectively. But either way, over the past two and a half years, I've really been spending all that time thinking about the type of life that I want for myself, the type of life I want to live, the type of person that I am, who I want to become, and where I want to go. I've spent so much time thinking about it that now I just want to actually implement it, but I just don't really know how or where to start, and I don't even feel like I have enough resources to start, but we're still going to do it, right? Because it's like, what else am I going to do? Do the very thing that I know I'm tired of doing or trying something new? It's the first day of Sag season, like, the fuck I look like if I don't do that. So, yeah, so we'll figure it out. I don't even know what I want to do. Um, besides just sitting with myself and just being like, Ugh, I wish I could just have things to enjoy. But anyway, anyway, <laughs> um, hopefully I can one day feel like I've worked hard enough one day I could feel like I don't have to earn rest one day I can you know just feel like I am doing better and I already do feel like I'm doing better but it being enough I don't know. I don't know if this is making any sense. Because I do feel like I'm doing better. I do. Like, I look at, like, like I said, I look at my podcast. I look at my writing. I look at my Instagram account. I look at the same six, seven people who support me. And, like, these, to me, are successes. I look at my Twitter, and I'm like, this is success. Like, <laughs> I see all of these things as successes. Especially my mental health. Having a therapist, I see as a success. Ha- like, having a psychiatrist, I see as a success. Like, taking care of myself, I see as a success. Being able to do it more and more as the days go on, I see that as such a priceless success. It just contradicts that part of me that is just like, but you still don't have X, Y, and Z. And it's like, suck my dick. (laughs) Just suck my dick. Like, I don't care. I literally am tired of caring about that. And just to wrap up, when I started with um, what I want to do versus what I want to do I mean what I don't want to do the two what I don't want to do is what I the thing because it all stems from that whole thing where it's like the very thing you don't want to do is the thing that you 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 need to do like that's what you need to do (laughs) and what I don't want to do honestly because of just fear is embrace this time in my life as a success as a blessing as a gift and as a privilege (laughs) 
and to just live like a nobody can tell me shit like that is what i that's the urge i have that is what i that's how i want to live but i don't want to do it because i'm just like girl you haven't earned it you know i feel like i haven't earned it and because i feel like i haven't earned it because i haven't gotten it through a job what what gives me that feeling now is surviving the abuse of my life <laughs> the abuses that have literally have been in my life since I was born. The abuse from other people, the shitty friendships, the way that strangers saw that and was like, oh, hell yeah. Like, hell fucking yeah. Like, fuck this bitch. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just like dealing with all of that, all of that, all of that, right? And like surviving that, I to me is, is, is priceless. No job can ever be as valuable as that, you know? Um... But then it's like the other part of me that constantly does the things that she don't want to do. And she don't want to do it anymore because at this point, she's done. She's tried it so many times. She knows it doesn't work. I could try to get a job at Home Depot. And I promise you, I probably would quit very soon because I can't do jobs like that. Like, I literally just cannot. I'm sorry, guys. I'm sorry. I just I'm not 22 anymore. I can't do jobs like that. I don't have the mental wherewithal. I never did. But I truly don't have the mental wherewithal now. And secondly, like, I just don't want to right it's just and it's complicated the i don't want to's are complicated but <sighs> we're working through it I'm working through it but um thank you for listening i'm gonna stop now but um i guess one thing i'll put out there is hopefully maybe third season because i actually would really love to make this a third season goal uh is to become a visual podcast as well i would love that and i would probably only be a podcaster like not a youtuber not a radio person only a podcaster uh when it comes to things like this and like obviously be a writer but like writing for me is not like a job it's it's my purpose (laughs) it's my literal purpose um so when it comes to money on that like i don't but then also being an astrology tutor that's something i want to do for not really like i feel like that's my purpose i just feel like that brings me immense joy like being an astrology tutor brings me more joy than even writing like and that's saying a lot i mean writing is always still number one but i'm just saying that like writing is my purpose Uh, tutoring astrology is literally just a gift it's the biggest gift in my life and then podcasting is like my job you know but it's a job that I love even though I'm not getting paid for it and like I when it comes to sponsorships with this like the day I do sponsorships with this like you'll see like it's I ain't doing no fucking better help (laughs) like I ain't doing that shit I'm sorry I'm not I'm not contributing to the problems um and I will literally do my best to um contribute as little to this fucking system as much as i can because i would rather kill myself and i've proven that to myself for the past two years so when i say that i know i mean it anyway (laughs) but um bye guys thanks for listening and uh pray for me and i'll pray for you too (laughs) okay i'm sorry bye (laughs)